U.S. women breastfed their infants for two weeks longer when COVID-19 stay-at-home orders were in place compared to pre-pandemic times. That's according to a new study out of the University of California, San Francisco. Researchers said the study suggests there is pent-up demand to breastfeed that a lack of a national paid parental leave policy inhibit. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends six months of exclusive breastfeeding. This is Pulse Check. I'm Megan Musserly. The World Health Organization's annual assembly will discuss a new global pandemic preparedness treaty in Geneva this week. The U.S. has opposed language in a draft version that would require it to waive the intellectual property rights of pharmaceutical companies in order to expand access to vaccines and treatments. Ireland has a new law requiring alcoholic beverages starting in May 2026 to have labels warning drinkers they could potentially cause cancer. Brewers, distillers, and vintners opposed the law. Many public health advocates endorsed it. And a decision by private insurance companies working for Medicare to continue paying for devices that monitor patients' vital signs from their homes is seen as a significant win for the telehealth industry. Ben Leonard explains the decision. Thanks so much for having me. So private insurance companies working for Medicare have decided that they'll keep paying for remote patient monitoring, as you've reported. Let's back up first, though. Who are these companies and what say do they have over coverage? Yeah, so these companies, which are Medicare administrative contractors, play this sort of under the radar but important role in the Medicare program. They're commonly referred to as MACs, and they're these private insurers that have been given a contract to deal with traditional Medicare claims. They process claims, they enroll providers in the program, deal with redetermination requests, and a whole lot more. The CMS sort of uses these MACs as an intermediary between Medicare and providers in the program, and they serve certain geographic areas. They process claims for more than half of the total Medicare population, and they can issue these sort of local coverage determinations on whether a type of service, healthcare, or an item should be covered in absence of a national policy from CMS. So they have a fair amount of power and say over the Medicare program and how it plays out. So what had those companies been considering for remote patient monitoring? A big group of these MACs came together a few months ago in February to sort of examine the evidence for remote patient monitoring, which has taken off during the pandemic. And this is sort of monitoring of vital signs for diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, things like that. And these sort of meetings tend to result in a local coverage decision a lot of the times. And a lot of telehealth lobbying groups had raised concerns that the meeting wasn't considering enough evidence and wasn't going to be transparent enough. They had written a letter to Novitas Solutions, which was leading the MAC meeting. So they held the meeting in February, and I recently obtained an email that said that the Max ultimately decided not to issue this sort of local coverage determination, which was a big win for telehealth advocates. They had been concerned that these Macs were going to cut off access to remote patient monitoring in some way or restrict access through a local coverage decision, and they had been wanting to present evidence to push back against that. Right. So I was going to ask, what has the reaction been like from digital health and telehealth advocates? So it's definitely a lot of excitement, but it's it seems as sort of a first step. They're excited that there's not new restrictions on remote patient monitoring, which could have been a blow to the industry. It comes after monitoring took a hit earlier this month with the end of the public health emergency. CMS said they're no longer going to cover remote patient monitoring for new services. So it's definitely a big win for the industry, which has been touting remote patient monitoring as a way to boost telehealth and care in the home. I mean, how has the pandemic really changed how remote patient monitoring is used and how does it fit into the future of healthcare? 
During the pandemic, providers wanted to keep more patients at home to keep them safe out of the way of the virus to help create more capacity in hospitals with beds being filled with COVID patients. And remote patient monitoring has totally exploded since then. One data point is that remote patient monitoring billings climbed 1,500% between 2019 and 2021. It's really taken off as a way for providers to be constantly monitoring patients at home. The idea is sort of that it can help reduce costs by catching things earlier on. Your blood pressure gets high or something like that can catch it early and avoid expensive hospitalizations and other care. It's essentially a way to boost preventative care. And this sort of model of care has been gaining a lot of momentum from tech companies and has gotten a lot of venture investment. And it's received some attention in Congress also. Debbie Dingell and Adrian Smith recently introduced this sweeping at home care package to push more care into the home, which can be enabled by remote patient monitoring. They see it as sort of a money saver for the Medicare program overall. That's fascinating. Well, I'm sure you'll be keeping a close eye on all of this. Thanks so much for joining me today, Ben. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Amund is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Megan Messerly. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.